Welcome to the Healthy Empath Podcast. Mike Marshausen here for a little solo episode talking about the healthy empath and what does that mean? What does it mean to be healthy and why is that important for empaths in particular? And what are some ways to to get started on that? So firstly, a healthy empath. Why is it so important? Why the healthy empath in the first place? Why did this come to me? So this is an idea or a brand, I guess you could say, that I received kind of as a a download. And I didn't know I was going to be working with empaths in particular or to be within that niche. But then one day, just kind of outside, uh, some information hit me and downloaded right in. And I said, oh, I know what I'm to do. Uh, And it did evolve a bit from there. Actually, the first thing that did come through that I received as a download was weight loss for empaths. So I thought that was a program I was supposed to make. And I attempted to a couple times, but the timing just didn't work out. And it created a lot of frustration. And then I was a bit upset. I was like, you know, why would you give me this information if it's not going to work? And that was back when I still had a a fair amount of healing to do towards my relationship to the universe and spirituality in general and so but that did guide me and i didn't really love the name the weight loss for empaths and i understand that that was a good name for any empath who wants to lose weight those are still the words a lot of people use even though we know things like oh we don't not saying weight loss and focusing on health and things like that and letting letting it be a side effect but that's besides the point. So then the concept of the healthy empath was born from that. So well, that's something I can get down with. And it's also kind of vague in terms of what it encompasses. Because what is health? What, is, um, what does that encompass? What does that entail? And everything. <laughs> right? So it's it works because it's a... It, it does encompass everything. So, you know, on the podcast, we'll talk about everything. And it's a holistic model, too. And a, a, that's the approach that I take when it comes to healing is the holistic approach. So we know that, you know, your relationships or certain problems within a relationship can cause, you know, physical disease, you know, physical manifestations of you know, the emotional turmoil that's going on with inside. And that could be, you know, you could be experiencing that and you're, again, it's in your relationships, in your business, your finances, anywhere else. Or perhaps you, know, you do have a particular health diagnosis or you want to get more fit or you do want to lose weight. Then it all comes back to the same thing and it all works here. And that's when I, the work that I do with people. It's kind of interesting that we everyone kind of ends up doing the same exact thing regardless of what they're working at you know maybe 10 to 20 percent of that differs a little bit in terms of the specificity but it really does just entail diving deep into yourself into your own healing experience your own healing journey and then working from you know whatever comes up whatever's at the root and then go you know working inside out and that's the approach that i take that's the approach that i teach in the healthy empath book that i'm writing uh, that's one of the first things I talk about is the outer way versus the inner way. And I share that empaths have to take the inner way. I really do believe that is the only way because the outer way is not going to work, especially for empaths where you know, people are kind of coming around to the fact that that doesn't work for anyone, uh, but in particular empaths. And part of the reasons why is because I do believe that empaths in particular are really supposed to dive deep into themselves because they have to go on their own healing journey if they are going to be service to the community. 
to the collective. And that's part of why empaths are here. They are cleaners of the collective, you know, filtering out us. I see empaths as these vortexes. And there's constantly, you know, all this energy coming in to be filtered, cleared, alchemized, whatever. And then so all these empaths together, it's like a, a big vortex. And you have to be healthy if you're going to be a well-functioning vortex or else, or else it'll wear you down. You'll get sick. You'll be tired. You won't enjoy life. And it's not going to be fun. And so that's what the healthy empath is about. You know, it's about that healing journey, that healing experience, having more energy, having more fun, right? So you doing this also really so that you can enjoy your human experience, so you can access more joy, and just absolutely fall in love with being human, being an empath, being here, right? Because if you love being here, think about how powerful that is. Think about how much more resilient you become. And that's a really big part of the healthy empath is resilience. And I was actually, you know, going through this one book about, it was actually on parenting and they was talking about this concept, like, you know, most people really don't think of the qualities or the values they want to instill within their children. It just kind of goes on autopilot and, you know, like, what are the qualities? And a lot of people, you know, quiet, <laughs> obedient, <laughs> things like that, good, well-behaved, whatever that means. And I was doing that exercise, okay, like what are the most important qualities that I want for my children? And the very first one that came up was resiliency. And I thought that pretty interesting and reflecting on it and seeing if I do want that to stay at number one, and I do. Uh, of course, there's a lot of other things within there below that, you know, kindness, compassion, empathetic, uh, you know, courageous, strong, all those things. But the first one was resiliency and uh, it makes sense in this day and age, it makes sense on my experience of my healing journey of my past. And it makes sense for all empaths. The more resilient you are, the more you can handle life. And then the more you can enjoy life. We're living in wild times. There's a lot of changes. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of healing happening. That's very painful. There is suffering. There is evil that exists in this world. And we have to be resilient. We have to be able to stand in our power, in our strength, you know, in that courage, and to be able to adapt, to overcome anything that comes our way. All right. My definition of health is a calm mind, a fluid body, an open heart, and an expressive soul. So anything that you're doing to work on those areas, to me, is the journey of health. And healthy, right? So there's not a, a health isn't a particular state that you can get to because it's always changing. You're always adapting. You're always evolving. So yeah, you do want to be in a, a great state of health, which you could also see as you know being in harmony with, right? Harmony within yourself, harmony within your environment, and that will lead to great health, and that is a sign of great health. But it, it's difficult to always have that and to maintain that. So I'm more so along the, the thinking that yeah, it's more about the process than the end goal. You know, if you're always working to get to the end goal, you'll find yourself disappointed a lot of the time. And when you do get there, you don't really have a way to know and you might not be happy and then it can change. So as long as you're on the process, as long as you're along the journey, you know, that is health, you know, the, the pro progression of health. 
is to be working towards those things, doing things that are going to allow for your body to be more fluid. All right. And think about when you have a rigid body, you're tight, has you know, inflammation, all dried up. You're not very, and then you know that translates into your attitude and your emotional state is also the same. Very rigid, right? Not very bending, not very resilient, and you know, a calm mind is absolutely powerful and necessary. One of the most important things you can have when it comes to health, because from that place of calm and stillness is where your greatness can come through <laughs> where your the best expression of yourself can come through when you're in a state of calm right having a calm nervous system calm mind calm nervous system all these things intertwine and they're interrelated all right and then an open heart continually to have an open heart which means you're willing to face pain you're willing to be vulnerable and you are becoming more compassionate Right? So anything that you can do to continually be in the process of opening your heart. And I, I don't believe an open heart is a, again, it's not a finish line. You know, and if it is, you get to the finish line and it starts over again. <laughs> and you're continually doing that, just opening and expanding more and more and more and more and more. And then an expressive soul. Oh, yeah, so important, right? Uh, when you are expressing yourself and your individuality, you know, that, that you're expressing your soul. And that is just so necessary. Right, to be to live a joyous life and to get energy flowing throughout your body. And so if you're struggling with a lot of health issues or disease or anything really, a lot of it is also due to not expressing these aspects of your soul or to not expressing yourself in general. So when it comes to, you know, food and you're struggling to lose weight and you keep doing diets, you know, maybe you don't need to diet at all and change what you're eating. You need to nourish yourself in more soulful, passionate ways. You need to express yourself in more soulful, passionate ways. So having outlets that nourish your soul. All right. So that's my my take on health is you know, resiliency. And then the definition that I mentioned of an open, sometimes I flip the order around, <laughs> however it comes out, open heart, calm mind, fluid body, expressive soul. And then to be on the continuation, the continual journey of those things. All right, and then when you're a healthy empath, you're an empowered empath, right? You're enjoying life, and then you're doing what you came here to do. So now you're in alignment with soul, with purpose, with spirit. All right, you're full of purpose. You're helping others. You're serving in one way or another. It doesn't have to be working with others as a healer. It's just whatever, you know, from being yourself, whatever comes of it. That just happens to be the case for me and the nature of my soul. Uh, that does entail, you know, one-on-one -on -one work with people, but it doesn't happen for, uh, have to for you. Maybe there's a more artistic way. I am currently at this state quite awful at those artistic things. And I know there's a lot of just, you know, art scars in there and, you know, belief systems that are connected to that. I'm sure if I were to work on it, I could open up to some certain outlets and not be so bad at it. But uh, it's also very fair to say I will never be a great painter, uh, drawer, anything like that. That's just, and that's okay. Like, I, I don't need to be. I can do those things and you know enjoy it and get better and grow and have fun. But to someone who has just like that kind of embedded in their soul, I won't ever be able to come close to that. <laughs> Again, there's nothing wrong with that at all. We all have unique, different expressions. So you know, your the way you are of service could be you know, in a certain hobby or passion like that. It could be 
as a teacher or healer could just be from, you know, the ability to listen to people, to truly stop, look someone in the eyes, feel what they're feeling, and give them a safe space to express themselves. Let them know that you're listening. And, you know, that's it. So the Healthy Empath, I am happy to have you here. I'll be going over more concepts about the Healthy Empath, how to be a Healthy Empath. You know, I'm working on a book for it. And I talk about the spiritual and the physical or the seen and the unseen. And so the first half is more of like the spiritual practices. And I talk about the subconscious mind and belief systems and surrender and letting go and safety and trauma and other stuff. And then in the physical side, I talk about the physical health practices to, to you know, to build a, a resilient state of health. All right, so there's moving, breathing, thinking and feeling, eating, you know, sleeping and resting. And uh, what is the other one I'm missing? Drinking. Ah, uh, yeah. So we have water and hydration and that stuff. So I talk about all of those subjects and how to implement certain practices within each of those categories to balance them out, to figure out which ones are, uh, you know, need more work than others, and then doing those practices. And that's going to help you be, able, be more resilient. It's going to help calm your nervous system, which means you're going to be able to better connect to your intuition and to spirit. And so they work together, the spiritual and the physical, the seen and the unseen. And I'll talk a lot about healing, the couple of the two ingredients of healing that I think are the most important. Or if I have to break things down, break things down, the key ingredients, I'll do an episode on that. And we'll just have some fun. Yeah, I'll share with you stories, experiences. I'll have some fun doing the solo episodes and then also just taking questions that I read and that will give me ideas of what to talk about. I hope you enjoy the solo shows. Uh, the interviews are, of course, going to be awesome as well. But I also really enjoy the, the ability to come behind here and just speak and share and then hope that the, the words land with you in a particular way that help you. So reach out, ask questions, give me feedback. Uh, it's always a weird thing talking into a mic by yourself, especially if you're not live. So I'm open to some, some feedback. I would like to be better able to express myself, to say clear, concise sentences and words and not fumble and say, um, and you know, all the time. <laughs> uh, but that, so this is also, you know, a growth, oh, so there, there it is. It's a growth practice for me too, to, yeah. And then that will also help me express myself better and continually, right? And that's part of the soul. So thank you very much for being here. Connect with me on Instagram at the healthy empath, shoot me a message. The website is healthyempath.com. If you could leave a five-star review and then send that to me, screenshot it and send it to me, I'll send you a, a meditation, a special meditation that isn't on my website and I'll start doing that. And yeah, just share this with whoever you think it's going to help. Thank you very much. I'll see you guys soon.